Yesterday, the federal government launched the consultation process for the next agricultural policy framework. Here's Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebo. Today, I am officially launching the consultations for the next agricultural policy framework. As many of you know, the framework is reviewed every five years with new priorities and a new agreement among the federal government, provinces, and territories. The current framework, the Canadian Agricultural Partnerships, runs until 2023. We need to focus now on our vision for the new framework so we can be ready to launch in less than two years' time. There's no question, the Canadian Agricultural Partnership gives us a strong foundation to build on. Backed by $3 billion in federal, provincial, territorial investments, CAP continues to deliver for the sector. For example, through cost-shared programs, we are working with Ontario farmers to improve water quality in the Lake Erie watershed. As well as the federal and cost-shared programs under CAP, we also support business risk management programs. We are working together on immediate reforms to agri-stability, as well as long-term reforms for the next framework. With the next policy framework, we want to build on this great work and develop a roadmap to achieving a vision of a sustainable agriculture sector. Firstly, to create a sustainable agriculture sector, we must double down on our efforts to speed up the adoption of more environmentally friendly practices and energy efficient technologies. We know that Canadian farmers take care of their land. It's their most precious asset, one which they want to safeguard for their children. They are on the front lines of climate change and are the first to feel its effects. Together with the provinces and territories, we need to be pulling in the same direction to help our farmers and processors to transition to new practices and technologies that not only protect the bottom line, but our entire planet. Secondly, we want to build a future that is economically sustainable. The next policy framework will need to address emerging challenges facing farmers and food processors. By building stronger supply chains, which we saw seriously tested during the pandemic, better managing risks, which will continue to emerge as trade irritants persist and extreme climate events become more frequent. And thirdly, sustainable agriculture must also address the social challenges, such as building public trust, maintaining the mental health of farmers and including women and youth. That also means agri-food products will have to evolve to meet changing consumer demands for sustainability because environmental solutions must be economic solutions as well. That was Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebo. Yesterday, the federal government launched the consultation process for the next agricultural policy framework. Joining us now is Dane Fraze with Manitoba Agriculture to recap this week's crop reports. We did see a small jump in seeding progress last week. However, not as much as expected given the fact that uh, we had fairly widespread frosts over much of Agri-Manitoba, spurring some reseeding in parts of the province, which kept that number a little bit lower than we would like. Talk a bit more about the frost event from last week and um, the impact that had. 
Frost was over all of Niagara Manitoba over the course of several nights last week. Uh, lowest overnight temperatures were recorded in the northern interlake, reaching minus 8.9 at Narcisse for 11 hours on the 27th. And the warmest overnight, uh, conversely, was at Altona, where the coldest temperature was minus 0.1 uh, for an hour on May 28th. Now, those frosts had varying impact uh, across the province depending on where crop was emerged. So if the soils were a little bit warmer or a little bit more moisture earlier on, some of that crop had emerged sooner. And as a result, when the frost fell, those crops were more severely impacted. So we're seeing soybean and canola crops um, having impacted and, and may have to recede in parts of the north uh, eastern part of the province, around Bozuzer area, stretching north around Winnipeg, moving into Stonewall and Warren and that stretch. Overall, I guess, how are, how are crops looking? Overall, good, despite uh, some of the challenging conditions we've had. We've had very dry soils for the most part. Rains two weeks ago helped replenish seed zone moisture to spur on germination. Um, if those crops that had germinated, many were saying that uh, they were about three to five days away from being injured by that frost. The crops were just hiding below the surface for canola for the most part. Um, so they were grateful that it didn't come any sooner. However, we are seeing crop development being delayed by the wide fluctuations in temperature. Normally, you would see uh, the crop a little bit more advanced for late May, early June. However, really dry soils and cold temperatures uh, in the past had delayed growth. Uh, the uh, the heat uh, this week, um, any any concerns there? Or I guess, what's what's the impact of that? Um, it may be a little early to tell. I know we are certainly going to be experiencing a heat wave, and that will stress crops. And stress crops don't respond particularly well to uh, growth, and nor do they respond well to herbicide applications that are needing to be done at this time. Um, so stressed crops and stressed weeds do not metabolize or uptake herbicide as well as they should, and in some cases weed control may be reduced. Studies in the States have shown that yields can be reduced for every day the crop spends above 30 degrees Celsius. However, that's typically when the crop is in the reproductive phase. Right now our crops are still very small, um, so any stresses they are likely to encounter shouldn't impact any yields, but they may struggle to uh, withstand the heat wave. We may see a fair bit of wilting, especially since crop root systems aren't as developed and may not be able to uptake water quickly to cool themselves off. Talk about uh, pasture and, and, and hayland and how things are looking there. Those frosts last week were uh, damaging to pastures. They really stunted a lot of regrowth, particularly in cereals. Alfalfa saw some damage, uh, but not as much. It's just perpetually short. So right now, uh, producers are turning cattle out to pasture and, and are budgeting on having some sacrifice pastures that simply won't survive throughout the year because cattle grazing is uh, outstripping the pace of regrowth on those pastures. So those crops or those pastures really need uh, some substantial rain and timely rain throughout the rest of the summer to put on a decent regrowth. So supplemental feeding is occurring on pastures. Anything else to mention? Or? Um, flea beetles are an ongoing concern. Uh, so as canola is emerging and moving into that one to two leaf stage, producers are reminded to uh, go out and scope vigilantly and take a look. Knowing that the action threshold for flea beetle control for a four year spray is at 25% hard leading defoliation or greater, or if the flea beetles are feeding on lower stems.
That was Dane Fraze with Manitoba Agriculture recapping the weekly crop report. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network.